Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. <laughs> Good morning, San Antonio. I love you. Uh, thank you, listeners. I tell you what, we're having a... We're having people show up at Easy's. I show up at Easy's on uh, Saturday mornings from ten fifteen to eleven thirty. I had a couple of callers say, "Hey, I'm here at twelve thirty. I guess they thought I was going to spend the day there, but now I like Easy's, but I don't want to spend the day there. I got too much going on. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Give you praise and glory for each and every child of God that you have out there. Give us wisdom, and it says in Corinthians, give us for people that knew what was going on, could see what was going on, and understand it. Let us understand what what's really going on in the car business. Bless our country. Turn from the sins and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments and prayers back in the schools, the church, the government, and TV, and radio. I give you praise and the glory for this day. Thank you, Father. I ask uh, all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah, I'm telling you. Barry, I barely made it in here on time. Well, I almost had to have Barry pray, but hey, give us a call, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Hey, there's no dumb questions. I'm telling you, there's a million options, a million opportunities, so much going on in the car business. I'm going to talk about a market report during the show sometime, and you need to know what the market report's about. And what's going on with the chips? What's going on with the cars? And I live in a nice older uh, neighborhood in New Braunfels, and I can't believe how many people are buying brand new cars, paying all the money, no deals from the dealerships, no deals from the manufacturer. You know, and I mean, we we don't know what's going to happen with this government. I mean, things are going so fast, so crazy. I mean, it's unbelievable. But we don't think about tomorrow. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. I'm making decisions today. That I'm trying to get my life in order, simplified, um, paid for, knowing the direction I'm going, knowing the direction that this – try to understand what this government's going. Um, my neighbor came over and said, I got this deal in the mail where we need to know what retirement – uh, is going to be affected by the Biden organs, the government. Well, it's George Soros. It's not Biden, uh, and it sure ain't Obama. He he's not smart enough to get out of a closet or get. Definitely, he can't tell the truth about what college and what high school and where he was born, and what he done, who, this, that, and the other. I mean, you know, so so much going on that it's mind-boggling to me that people are doing the things that they do. I mean, I want to know exactly where I stand, what I'm doing, how I can pay for it, what possibility. We're going to have foreclosures on homes, and it's going to be three times more than normal. I buy and sell houses, uh, cars, trucks, equipment, signs, um, skid steers, bobcats, uh, hey, I got some Freightliners, and if you're you are a relative or a friend that's driving an old five or older semi truck, you need to give me a call. I just put a man into a 2018 Peterbilt with five thousand down, 
and he only owes like twenty two, twenty three thousand on this truck because of government assistance. So give me a call. There's some deals still out there. I don't know how much longer this is going to last, but give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. And that was a 2018 Peterbilt with little right over 200,000 miles. So that was a great deal for this opportunity, this guy. You know, the government's got some goofy ideas, and they're doing some goofy things, in my opinion, but I'm not president, and I'm not going to be president, uh, you know. And so, you know, we need common sense. We need common sense in our budget, common sense in everything that we do. And uh, I, I, thought about the, I thought about people. I thought about the Democrat Party. Uh, I thought I had this thought, so I want to. It's crazy thought, but you know how I think outside the box. People who preach tolerance, and you know that's the Democrat Party. They preach tolerance. Hey, that's a car dealer. Man, that fits in there too. Give less tolerance. You ever thought about that? You know, car dealers think, oh, man, everybody's bearing everybody. It's all right for me to do. Uh, I don't have to tell the truth because nobody's telling the truth. But they preach that you you know you've got to listen to them. Hello, Connie. You got to do the things they say. You know they preach tolerance, but they give less tolerance. That's car dealers. That's the Democrat Party. Maybe that's uh, ex-wives or ex-husbands or somebody. I don't know. But I mean tolerance in our life. What can we tolerate? What can we stand? You know, can you? We don't. We don't blame salespeople for bearing us. Uh, my. Scripture today is in Luke, and that's Luke six thirty one. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, let me tell you something. When salespeople go to buy anything other than a car, man, they do some things, and they're on top of it, and they demand the manager or the owner. They demand the best price. They demand free warnings they design, they demand everything and but when they sell into someone and you know you're supposed to love your brother are they telling the truth do they do the right thing would they want somebody to put them in debtor's prison for seven or eight years would they want somebody to sell them a uh, a vehicle that they know that at 60 80,000 miles the transmission's going to fall out would they, would they allow that? Do they want that? No, they don't want that. But they want to do whatever they want to to you. Leave you with nothing left at the end of the month. Take every available dollar. Hey, man, you know, I've, like I've told you many a time, I've been in sales departments when they have 5000 or more profit, and the sales manager says, go get another 1000 Get them to borrow it. Put it on a credit card. Do something, but we need another 1000 Why? What's enough? When is it enough? I mean, especially right now, guess what? We're at the end of the month, and they're going to stretch these months out because they want their big gross profits. Hey, they get a percentage at the end of the month what the dealership makes, so they want all the money they get. But here's the problem. They stretch it out a couple of extra days, and then we start all over again. Guess what? First, second of the month, they're behind the eight ball. They're behind on on uh, their gross profits. They're behind. They've got to hurry up to get overhead. 
And that's the key to me. I mean, my overhead is probably lower in, from the amount of cars I deal. I buy and sell 200, 150, 200 a month. Used to do 300 a month. The amount of cars and stuff that I do a month, my overhead's nothing, zero compared to everybody else. And I keep it that way. I'm a blessed man. I'm not bragging. I'm, I don't want to be arrogant, but I'm a blessed man. My mother taught me Dave Ramsey's method. He, she could have taught him. when I, I start, She started on me when I was 10, 11 years old. By the time I'm 14, I'm in the car business buying and selling cars. And my dad told me, if you're not in the car business after five years and you can pay for half your inventory, you're doing something wrong, boy. You're doing something wrong. Of course, my dad was real good at at uh, do as I say, not as I do. He was real good at that. But he instilled in me to save money, to build money, build, be able to pay for what I want to do. And I'm still that way. There's, I make big deals, but I, I'm... I have to borrow money on that. I'm looking at 40 acres right now in, in Galveston on the beach. And so a uh, great opportunity that I'm trying to put together. Uh, I've got that deal lined up and ready to go. So, I mean, we got to think about tomorrow. I mean, we don't know what this – hey, we're going to see higher taxes. We've already seen higher gas. My gas bill, <laughs> oh, mercy, 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 uh, went up. I got to put gas in these vehicles to get them around, diesel and gas, you know. And so, and then lumber went up. I'm flipping a house. I'm waiting on a contractor, another contractor to do some work for me. But, I mean, lumber's going up. Labor's going up. Hey, guess what? Nobody has stated this nowhere. Think about this. Democrat Party wanted to put business in under a, a burden. About fifteen dollars an hour salaries. Well, they did it. How they do it? They crushed the this uh, the COVID. They crushed business, closed them down. You know, we could have kept going, wore masks. Hey, and to the point, I think this has been good because I think we're th- thinking more about safety, about germs, about staying clean. I think I think we woke up on this situation. But I, I think they did it extremely because they want to control us. So if they're going to troll us here, are they going to control you on what you buy and sell? Are you going to are they going to control us on the profit? Are they going to control us on what you can your choices? I mean, they're going to bring uh China bills neos bills neos and they're going to bring that electric car here. It's number one seller in Europe, but being that uh, the uh, crook that we have as a president, he's uh, he's tied with China. Well, China will have a free raid run with us next year and the following years. You know, Mandolin Chinese, we need to put it, uh, we need to send it, well, I don't know, put it on YouTube or something. We need Mandolin Chinese classes for especially anybody that's under 40, maybe 50. Because I'm going to tell you something, with Biden and this administration, we're going to be controlled by the Chinese. Uh, one of the smartest men in the world is named Jimmy Rogers. He caught, he taught Soros how to make money. And, then 40, and they haven't spoken 40 years. Once he realized that Soros was a communist, that they, they split ways, and he's never talked to him again, and they don't like him no more. Uh, and so, 
you know, we've got to think about tomorrow. What What are you signing a contract on today? Seven years, eight years? I feel sorry for people who are buying new cars right now. I've, I've got so many listeners calling me, said, I buy a new car now. Well, I don't think I would. You're going to pay all the money. There's no rebates, no deals. Uh, you're going you're gonna to have to hustle through that. Good morning, Raven. Uh, you're going to have to hustle there to be able to pay for this brand-new car. Now, we've had a market change, and I, I let me explain the market change. We filled up a lot of buy-here-pay-here, cheaper cars, uh, rough cars, high-mileage cars, damaged cars. We, we saw about a $1,500, $2,000 drop last week. Now, low miles, nice cars, hey, big independent used car lots are fighting for them. I love them, man. I'm going to tell you, I can sell cars at the auction for more money. I can sell them on my lot. Hey, yeah, you big guys, you big independents with $2, two million a month overhead on these properties that cost you $50, 60000000 to build and keep up and all the employees and all the insurance and all the interest and uh, workman's comp and, and all that. You know, and that's why I keep my overhead so I can do business one-on-one with you. Buy, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy cars, trucks, houses, equipment, uh, 18-wheelers, backhoes, uh, skid steers, you know, anything that's legal. So, I mean, we're working for something to go. Do you ever feel like after, you know, Friday afternoon rolls around? And so you've had a good 40-hour week. Maybe 50, like me sometimes, 60. You know, but, I mean, where is our money going after those hours that we put in? I mean, I talk to people that that 40 hours that goes to a payment on a car, the next payment goes on, next payment uh, week and a half goes on the payment of the house, and then half a week goes for toys, and then the other part, I mean, you know, do you have anything left at the end of the month? Are you planning for the future? You know, I often say that I work five days a week to pay all the bills, and the sixth day, Saturday, I work to uh, retire. But I'm not going to retire. That ladies, we're talking about retirement with Biden's administration. Uh, I'm not going to retire. That's all there is to it. I, I get so many people my age and went to school with or known forever say, well, Randy, when are you going to retire? I got three sons that I work with. Third one's coming on, best friend, and what else would I do? I mean, how much fishing and golfing can you do? I mean, where where would you spend your time? I want to be productive. I want to be the best I can be. I want to, you know, leave something for, to my family. I want to, but I love what I do. I love buying and selling. I mean, like last night, me and my neighbor went and looked at a piece of property. You know, it's a possibility weighing up cost, weighing up this, weighing up that. You know, I mean, what can it do? What can the future be on it? What can I figure on it? You know, I mean, our our minds are working either to the positive or to the negative, you know. And, And so, but how much tolerance do you give others? How much tolerance do you give to yourself? It's all right if I do whatever I want to, but nobody else can. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. I mean, everybody drives a used car. I had a buddy of mine buy a new truck, 
And I said, how do you like that used truck? He said, man, that truck's two months old. Hello, Jake. I said, well, so it's a used truck. He said, no, it's not. It's new. I said, I got news for you. Take it back. You're going to find out that it is used. It is not new no more. I guarantee you. So you've got to be ready, willing, and able to understand that, hey, it all happens. That's life. That's used cars. That's what's going on in, in things. That's what's going on in life. What are you planning for? You know, what what's going to – we if you live in the past, you're going to have heartache and misery and, and depression. If you live in the future, you're going to be anxious. But live in the presence today, you'll have peace. Make decisions today that will work in the future. That's what I want. What's going on now in the car business is new car dealers, used car dealers, they can't get enough inventory. There's not enough inventory, and I've explained why San Antonio is going to be longer in what we have than anywhere else in the, in the world or in the United States for sure. It's because we drove. Hey, we sold a bunch of cars at the auction this week, and guess what? Hey, they went all over the place. I mean, out of state. I mean, there was one in Florida, one in Missouri. I mean, they went everywhere. And so they're, we're drawing out of this area. We're drawing out. And then we have Mexico. Then we have the uh, border people. Then we have Corpus Christi. Then we have Houston. Then we have Dallas. A lot of cars are just drawn out of this area. So we're going to have a shortage longer than anybody else. New car dealers are going to be begging. What's wrong with the sound? I don't know. No sound? I don't know what's, what the deal is. So anyway, uh, is that better, Jake? Can you hear me now? Uh, so we're Jake and, and Raven and uh, Connie are online. Thank you for listening and watching. Hey, tell 20 people to go to Facebook, Randy Adams, and share. Isn't that right, Barry? I'm supposed to say share. Share the show. Is that better? Yeah, perfect. Well, sometimes it's a little thing that I'll have to plug it in when we get a caller or answer their questions. And so what's going on in our lives, what's going on in the decisions that we make do affect us later, do affect, you know, uh, the oil field business, we've saw that up and down several times. What happens there? People buy a brand new car, brand new truck, and then they lose their job. Then they work. They have to hustle so hard to make it work. Good morning, Bubba. And so they have to work so hard to pay for the future. I was, uh, man, I, I, I'm working on selling my driver I had to Grand Marquis. And I bought a 97 Lincoln town car. And I was just going to drive it for a week or two till I found something else. But I don't know. I think I'm going to stay hooked up with this car. I sure like it. Hello, Greg in Michigan. And so, uh, you know, where where are you at on your next decision? How much tolerance do you want with the car dealers? How much tolerance are they going to give you? Do they give you any tolerance? You know, I mean, I was... This happened about three, four years ago. I was by a dealership, new car dealership, and they're they're not the straightest dealership around. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. When it comes to dealerships, I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know their practices and actions, uh, their intentions, and their what they add, what their ads say, and what they say are not nowhere near what match up to what you know they do. And so, 
Man, were they hot. This new car dealership, man, this de- this salesperson lied to us. I mean, and they were cussing him and calling this guy every name in the world, you know. And they had hammered him, you know. And so instead of making 10000 on the deal, they were going to make about 2000 Well, man, they done spent that 8000 extra profit, I guess. They done figured out they had that money made. But they thought they had him, and he snuck in on there and turned the turn the tables on them but i mean you know how much tolerance do they have there none none they called him up fussed him out told him everything in the world you know and he said well i I think we signed a contract didn't we yeah didn't you get paid yeah yeah well you know this old this old man was smarter than they thought you know they thought they had him he turned the tables on them well it happens every once in a while but car dealers don't like it Uh uh-uh bubba hey it's all right for them to tell you anything they want to, but they don't like the lies. They don't like to be cheated. They don't, nuh-uh. But it's all right to put you in debtor's prison for seven or eight years. And, it, you know, they cash the check. I keep telling you, indirect lending. That's where these banks and credit unions loan out the money at 2%. New car dealers and used car dealers sell a note to them. They pick up 2 to 20% interest. And they get paid in advance. They put the money in the bank, and they whistle down the street with a big old smile on their face. And so, you know, they're free of this deal. It's all on the bank. It's all on the credit union. It's all what they're doing. So line four, we got four minutes. Oh, okay. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and subscribe. Listen to Randy Adams, Inc., Please, we need to build it. We need to get it going. Let, hey, I'm going to tell you, everybody tells me I'm, edu- I'm educational and entertaining. Well, I want to be entertaining. And so, I mean, I want you to know. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to do it so well that you see the truth. you got common sense. You make them the right decisions. And, and you know what's going on. And But I want you to teach others. And say, hey, call Randy Adams. You need to sell your car. I've had a lot of people lately tell other people, hey, I mean, I had big-time, big-time multimillionaire general manager, super, I've, I've known him 30 years, tell my, tell a man, hey, uh, hey, you got out of motorcycle that way to go, Bubba. Uh, tell, tell the customer, Randy Adams will buy your Bronco. I'm buying an older model Bronco. I've got it sold to a man who's giving it to his grandson. I was going to keep it myself, but I got enough toys right now. And this, I was telling my friend about it, and he said, "Man, I need that for my grandson." I said, "Well, okay, I'm going to let you have it." You know, I mean, I was really wanting to keep it for myself because, man, this is a cool, cool Bronco. I said, "Now here's the deal, Lucille." If you if he he gets tired of it, he don't like it. You got to sell it back to me. I I you know I'm I'll buy something back. I sold to the customer, and my my salespeople will tell you, I offer more than than normal to people who've done business with me. Why? Because I think they got it coming. I think they deserve it. I think it's worth the 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 effort. If you're going to do business with me. I need to share that and go back with that and give you more. I bought a little Lexus from a family that owned it eight years, and they let me have it back. 
They bought it, sold it to me. They used it eight years, everybody in the family. I sold it to the lady. She's she's going to have a good time with it. It's a great buy for her in the long run, and that's what I want. I mean, you know, how much profit do you need? But when you sell as many cars as I do and you have as little low of overhead I've got, and I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, I mean – I'm driving a 53 Chevy pickup and a 97 Lincoln, and I can drive whatever my little heart desires. I can afford it, believe me. But let me tell you something. I hate losing money. I hate wasting money. And I don't need to prove nothing to nobody. Just like I told you about the guy in the Maserati at church, I used to watch him. Because I, I hang out at the front door, and if you don't smile, I don't let you in Cornerstone on my, on my side of the church. I had a little boy that was, he's been trying not to smile. We get him crack a little smile when he comes in. But this guy in Maserati, he'd stick his elbow up and look all around for two or three minutes and say, Hey, I drove up in this Maserati. I want everybody to see me. I'm cool, ain't I? I'm cool. Hey, and you know what? I felt sorry for him. Let me tell you something. He don't know how much money he lost since he bought that brand new Maserati. And he don't know how many troubles and what it's going to cost the maintenance on it. And when he gets ready to sell it, hey, do you hate your car? Do you hate what you drive? Do you hate what you owe? He might be in that situation. I don't know. But let me tell you something. I've had some of them I hate. I mean, I'm telling you, I've had some of them. Hey, what man makes breaks. That's right best kind of cars is a paid-for car, yeah. And a Ford can't afford That's the only two kind of cars there is. I had a lady couldn't figure that out the other day. God bless you. We're going to be gone for four minutes. Hey, call 20 people to tune in to 630 AM radio. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'm back. Yeah. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. Hey, tell 20 people to go to Facebook Live or go to Facebook Randy Adams and look to previous shows. You can go to kslr.com and look me up and listen to previous shows. And uh, I hope that I'm teaching you something. I hope I'm a mentor. I'm hoping I give you options and opportunities and show you what's really going on. I'm meeting some people at uh, Easy's today between 10.15 and 11.30. I leave at 11.30. I have lunch and take off from there. Bob Morrow used to work for me. Great guy. He's a manager there. And I like seeing and talking to him. And lately, he's been super busy because, man, they've got a great restaurant. I like Easy's, and I love their food. So I'll be there till 1130 if you'd like to meet me, sell me your car, sell me your truck, tell me about your house, uh, you know, what it needs to be done if you want to sell it. Uh, i got the best real estate team around. Uh, I've really, I've, you know, I know the difference between productive people and people that are not. Good morning, uh, Jan. How you doing today? Hope you're doing well. And so, you know, I I know productive people who have – there's two kinds of people in this world. There really are. I mean, there's givers and takers. And takers never happy, want more. Man, that's car dealers, isn't it? They never have enough. I mean, that's car dealers. You know, they can do everything their way, and you can't. That's car – and they they don't give no tolerance, but they preach tolerance. You know, I mean, that's – that struck me this morning. Man, they, they preach tolerance, but they won't give tolerance. They, they preach grace, but they don't give no grace. They preach everything that sounds good, 
but their actions. What's your actions? What are you doing? How much of the truth are you telling? How hard are you working being the best you can be? And there's so many people that way. And the car business is full of it because the car business, 50 years ago, there it was mom and pop dealerships. Now it's billionaires on them. Mom and pop who told the truth. 90% probably told the truth. Now 90% lie. I mean, I deal with them every day. I see the profit. I see what they want. I see how they're taking advantage of the people in trading. Oh, well, your trading is not worth nothing. Man, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, they talk about, oh, you're, you're no good. Your product, your, your camel, I guess that's back, or their donkey. Your donkey's no good. It's old. It's no good. It's not worth nothing. And then when they get it, oh, amazing how nice it is. I talked about a lady that sold me her car. She puts a lot of miles on the car. She buys a brand-new car. She listens to my show, and she's sharp about it. She knows what she's doing, how to shop. She's got, she saves her money. She pays cash. She knows she, she's got the system down real well. And she told me, she, she said, I'm going to sell you all my cars. And and I tell her, you know, you can go shop me out with the big box stores that are independent used car lots that are owned by billionaires and that make big time money on your, you know, convention. I mean, you know, there's another guy that's a good friend of mine. I've known him 30 years. He's only he says, go to CarMax. And if he can't beat CarMax's deal, he'll pay you a hundred dollars. So I probably need to start doing that because I love when people have been to CarMax and Carvana and the rest of them. I'll tell you when they're they're crazy. I'll tell you when they're you know I beat uh, CarMax two thousand here about several months ago two thousand on a lady who sells real estate in New Brunswick and she bought the car from them. Now where's loyalty? She bought the car from them and I beat them two thousand and I made money. Now does that make sense? Are they taking advantage of her? Did they take advantage of her when she bought it? Because, you know, she paid a lot of money to them, and then they wouldn't give her nothing back for it. And I bought it, and I took it to the auction, and I sold it. I'm going to tell you the truth. And I did did well on it. And she she was thrilled. She was thrilled. And this is a hardworking young lady with two two children, and she sells real estate. And she needed the help. But, I mean, I didn't try to help her. I just That was the first figure out of my mouth. She said, how can you beat them 2000 I bought it from them. I said, loyalty doesn't come out of car dealers. It, they get complacent. They think you've got to do business with them, especially if you live in that town. Small towns, dealerships, they think you've got to do business. Oh, well, you got to service it with us. I had a lady call me said, I bought this new Nissan, and uh, I've been servicing it there, but it sounds like you know I can get service work done half price somewhere else. I said, you probably get it done for a third of somewhere else. You don't have to do it at dealership. It's wise to keep the receipts, keep what you're doing. Lionel, you, is he calling back? Okay. Oh, well, let me have him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lionel. I thought it wasn't blinking. How you doing, Lionel? Just fine, thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, I've been trying to get you on your 1-830 number, but I never can get through. Really? It I'm, hangs up it, on me. 830 Four seven. Four, seven eight, nine. It's nine. amazing because I I probably had this is no joke. I had a hundred calls yesterday. Huh? Well, I had probably a hundred. Okay. Well, <laughs> keep trying. I don't know what's wrong, is it? But I'll definitely call you back. 
I've, I've, I've got one that I missed yesterday. I noticed early this morning. I didn't want to call him at 6 o'clock. I got up at 5.30, but I didn't want to call him at 6. Joe Jett is his okay. name, and I'm going to call him back. But yes, sir, Lionel? I got a conversion van. Great. Me. I love conversion vans. It's a Vandura. Vandura. Uh-huh. What year? And it's a super-duper deluxe. Uh, what year? 94. 94 Chevy Ford. It's a GMC. GMC? No, those are great. Top. Oh, I love that even better. Uh, yeah. How many miles on it? Uh, original 80,000. Oh, wow. I'd love to have the unit. I like those units. That might be a good summertime unit for me to travel to the golf tournaments for my grandson and granddaughter. Uh, now, I'd love also, to have. Yes, sir. I got an S10 pickup extender oh. cab. Oh, no. That's what I need real bad. I just sold mine. Yeah. Standard automatic. It's an automatic. Okay. Well, I'll take that too. It's a 3.8 yeah. motor. Right. And I got a 57 Jaguar Mark 8. Wow. I got a I got a good friend of mine restoring one. Yeah, this needs to be uh, restored. restored. I started on it. Yeah. Didn't finish it, but well, we're, I, we're he, thinking about moving to Hawaii. Oh, okay. Can't can't take him with me. No, well, I need to buy them all. Yeah, I'll buy them all. Uh, please keep calling. Have you got his phone number, Barry? Can you pull it up on your? No, you don't have a caller ID. Well, call, be sure and call me this afternoon. I will get with you. I love the conversion van. I need an S10 pickup because that's what I go after cars with uh okay. definitely love to have it uh just so mine that i liked but it uh i had an s10 that i bought didn't have a dent on it bought it from an older gentleman that uh and i put first week i parked it on spot somebody scraped down the side or the left side on it and so then then about a month later somebody scraped the other side so it was scraped down both sides but now, how many miles on your S10? I uh, just turned it 125. Well, I love it. Mine, I just sold at 150. And yeah. uh, should I have a 4.3 V6? Is that a V6 4.3? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great engine. You know, that's a 350 missing two cylinders is all that is. That's one of the best. Southwest Research says, hello, Eddie Smith, and Bubba's back. Uh Southwest Research said that was one of the best motors ever built, and I believe it. I love them. <clears throat> and uh, no, I. I so when you when you going to Hawaii? We're not sure if, if it's uh, going to be in the next six months or what. But well, it's time to clean house and get ready anyway, just in case. Sounds like you don't drive that conversion van very much. No, it's been sitting a little bit, a little while. Good. I'd love to have it. Love to have it. Please keep calling me. On my mobile, and I'll definitely uh, give you a call because I. And the Jaguar, I, I bet my buddy would want it because he loves them older Jaguars, and I do too. I just I got too many projects myself. Yeah, I'm, I've got five or six. I hate counting them because it overwhelms me how much work I need to do on those units. But I'm about to be set up. I'm getting air conditioning. I found an air conditioning unit to put in my my shop. So I'm going to have central heat and air so I don't have to suffer through the summer. Uh, but I found a used unit at a bargain, and I've got a buddy that will put it in cheap. So I'll be 
uh, working in style and in air conditioning. But thank you, Lionel, for calling. And please call me uh, this afternoon. We'll get lined up. And I definitely, I've got somebody that would really go to work on that Jaguar or use it. And he's liable to restore it himself because that's what he does. Okay. Uh, and he's a he's a doctor of mine. <laughs> and so he's got a large family and he likes going home and he puts gets in his garage and and I think his Jaguar is a 60 or 61. And so we talked about it, talked about parts and talked about opportunities. And so I help him all the time. He helps me stay, keep me healthy. So I guess I owe him. So I'm still be living tomorrow. Well, thank you, Lionel. And if you have any other questions, please call me anytime. I'm sorry that you're not getting through because no. I, I checked my phone for people. And like I say, I checked it. This morning, 6 o'clock, and I missed one yesterday that I need to call back. So what's the best time in the afternoon? Anytime. At, really, after 10, 15 <laughs> today. Oh, okay. I'm heading to, I'm heading to uh, uh, Easy's to have lunch and see. Uh, I've got a lady I think's bringing me in a car to sell to me, and I've got uh, another guy that's got a possibility what to do with his. He's got a couple of trucks that he needs to get rid of, old trucks. And the older, the better for me, but uh, and uh, I think they're work trucks. Then I've got another gentleman that's supposed to be there. We'll talk about you know, what to do with his uh, wife's vehicle. So I'll be at Easy's till 1130 today at 281 in Bitters. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lionel. Thank you for calling in. Hey, listeners, thank you. Call into the station, 210-340-9585. Hey, 57 Jags, cool. Uh, four door. They they got a good style. Uh, there used to be a neat car in Waco, and it was a '51 Jaguar, uh, four door, and they had taken the motor out of it and fixed up the suspension, and they put a small block 350 Chevy in it, and it was and it was two tone silver, light silver, and a little darker gray. And that was a cool, cool car. It had red, bright red leather interior. And I'm talking about 30-something years ago. I don't know where that car is, but that was a cool, cool car with a small block Chevrolet and had air conditioning. And, you know, I mean, it was productive. Just like my doctor friend, he spends his time at home. He loves being at home, loves to be with his family, loves to be productive. And he's restoring, I think, a 60-61 Jaguar. But, I mean, I'm, I work on cars. I like being at home. I like being in my shop. Uh, I like improving things. But, I mean, but are you doing the same thing with your ride? Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. You got to, you got to take care of what you own. I mean, you really do because it's going to cost you money um, in the long run big time. I mean, the worst investment we can make on earth is our transportation. Uh, I often, I've told a story about a friend of mine I used to play poker with when I played poker. Um, his dad told him, he said, if you keep what I've left you, and he had a lot of stocks, if you keep what I've left you and you don't, he said, don't get married and don't buy a car, you you can never have to work and have to work again. And he did. Now he had lots of girlfriends. I don't know what that cost him, but but uh, 
He never had a car. I gave him rides all the time. I'd see him downtown. He lived downtown New Brunswick. I'd see him downtown New Brunswick, and I'd give him rides. But his dad, back in the 50s, knew what a vehicle cost. And his dad had a car, but his dad rode a bicycle and walked a lot. And he, he saved his money wisely. He did it wisely. And he left it for his son to never have to work, and he didn't. And uh, we, he taught me a lot about life. He taught how to enjoy what you're doing. And he did enjoy what he was doing. And I love what I do. And so I want to continue to do what I'm doing because I love it. I don't want to retire. I want to teach you. I want to be your mentor. I want to be around. I love, eat, sleep, breathe the car business. Buying, selling anything. I mean, you know, uh, I, bought, I bought two paintings the other day. Uh, you know, they wanted to get rid of them. They didn't want them. And they're they're cool paintings. And and I've learned a lot about framing pictures. And, and uh, my neighbor, she does it. She does it for so many people. And she's good and cheap with it. So if you ever need a bunch of paintings or pictures framed, give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'll, I'll give you Adela's phone number or tell you where she's at. She's next door to me. In fact, I saw her this morning when I was leaving out. She was leaving out and probably to deliver uh, framing and pictures to somebody or taking them to restaurants and she does. She's very productive. She uh, graduated a few years behind me in New Brunsville, New Brunsville High School. But she makes wise decisions. I've noticed her. Uh, great lady. But, I mean, I respect people that don't lose self-control. I, I respect people that, that make sound decisions. You know, I... There's a pastor at our church that I've been talking to. He's been standing at my door. He he thinks I'm funny. He thinks that I make people laugh. And I do. If you're not smiling, I don't let you in the church. I'm on the north side, on Stone Oak side at Cornerstone. But, I mean, I talk to people. I I help them. I sold uh, two little old ladies at uh, a vehicle. I couldn't believe they'd been walking for two years. But, anyway, and one of them got a virus shot in She's been in ICU. We've been praying for Nancy uh, for a long time. Sandy and Nancy are blessed women, and they listen to my show regularly and love them, and they're sweet women, and uh, we've got to pray for them. I mean, uh, I mean, to be in ICU for five weeks after the virus shot, that's scary to me. I don't know. I don't know what they're putting in my body. And I, uh, it's Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. We've got to be prepared for what's going on in the business. We've got to understand the value of what you're you're paying, what you're driving, what you're doing, what the future lies for you. How does, does it fit? How many times does a person walk into a car dealership and not buy what they intend to buy? The dealerships, the manufacturers, the new car dealers, the big box independent used car lots, Oh, I love them. Don't tell me I don't love them. I sell them a lot of cars. They, they, Their situation is, you know, we'll switch them to what we want to sell, not what they want. We're going to build them up. We're going to hit your emotions. We're going to teach you to reward yourself. We're going to want you to do what's best for your and our profit. Our profit is 
when you walk out of that store, there's a there's a target on you. There's a goal on you. To when you leave out to maximize, max out your budget, to max out what's available in your car. Hey, I've looked at I've looked at your credit. You, you know, you're paying this, 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 but you can afford this real nice, heavy loaded baby doll Mac Daddy truck car, whatever it is. I mean, you know, they know how to push your button. Hey, we you go to school to be a neurosurgeon for eight years. We go to school in the car business for a lifetime. Every month we're learning something. Every day we're learning something. We're, you know, we're working. We're talking. We're studying. Hey, new car dealerships have psychiatrists, sociologists. Hey, they even study football coaches. Yeah, yeah. Alabama's coach, they've studied him one at one way. How does he sell his program? How does he set his program up? How does he get the best people to come their, their way? They're, the dealerships want the best people to sell you super hard in the F&I department, train their salesmen how to sell you. Hey, and let me tell you something. They love bringing in people to sell their relatives and their friends and their high schools. Hey, come on in here, sell all these people. And if they're not a salesperson, if they can't be able to go f- for all the money, they send them down the road, give them an education. I meet so many people constantly. Yeah, hey, I sold cars for two years. I sold cars for a year. You know, why? It's because they bring them in, let them sell all their friends, all their nails. Hey, Johnny's selling cars. We've got to help him out. He's going to cut us a deal. It's no deal. It's all for the dealerships, I guarantee you. And then Johnny's not working for them anymore. But he got a little education, and that's good. You know, I told a buddy of mine, he said, my son don't want to go to college. And his grades are not all that great. But he's a smart kid and a hardworking kid. I said, send him to two or three dealerships. Let him learn how to sell. They'll, they'll train him. They'll educate him. We all sell ourselves. Doctors sell ourselves. Lawyers sell ourselves. Everybody sells a service, their mind, their ways, something, always. So if we're always selling, everybody's selling, we've got to learn to sell. But the big secret in the, in the world today is the car business. Let me tell you something. Manufacturers outsmarted everybody, didn't they? You bet they did. They put zero out when they needed to get rid of all their inventory, all of it. Wham, did they hammer it? You bet. A quick question, maybe if somebody calls in 210-340-9585, give me a call. Hey, I, I talked to some people that went in as a VIP customer. Oh, man, we we were VIP. We got sucked into that deal. Yeah, there's a guy on radio. Yeah, we listened to him on some Saturdays, some Sundays. And he we were a VIP customer with him. But, man, you know what, Randy? I think they stole our trade. They didn't give us enough for our trade. And then they overcharged us on the car. And then the F&I people overcharged us on extended warning and everything else. We think we made a mistake. I said, well, if you think you're a VIP customer, oh, I'm going to tell you, they're going to take hair, hide, and all. I've talked to a lot of salespeople, sales managers, that own those dealerships that they people think they're VIP customers. They're layaways. Man, we make eight and $10,000 on those customers. Let me tell you something. You better take my program if you think you're a VIP. But I'm going to tell you something else. The, the car show there, 
You pay 6000 a month to be on that show. Hey, you're going to pay for that 6000 a month? Hey, and I can't find a sponsor on this show. Why? Because I tell the truth. Banks are scared of me because, oh, man, our customers might learn something and they may not, they may not owe so much. We want them to owe too much because we make more interest. I'd rather have a customer that's in better shape and can buy something else, can live comfortably, you know, and not in a stress all the time. I want to take care of my customers. I don't want them buried. I don't. I want them to be able to come back and do business with me. But banks and credit unions, maybe they don't think that way. Well, let me tell you something. VIP customers get laid away. Hey, I had a lady tell me, said, you know, I got this price from Costco. We beat that price by a bunch. Hey, Costco, they're just like everybody else. Hey, pay the money. We don't care if you take care of a customer or not. We don't care what you do. Pay us that, you know, 5000 a month. And you and we'll let you be on our list of preferred dealers. And then wham. Hey, guy used to work for his wife used to work for Costco. I know the loops, I know the holts, I know the tricks, I know it all. Hey, it's all about profit. It's all about money. Yeah, you know, you're you're a Costco customer, you're gonna save all this money. Hey, this lady found out. I found her a five thousand dollar better deal. Yeah. You don't think five thousand don't go a long way? How much can you buy in groceries at, at Costco for five grand? Well, Costco got that money coming in from the dealerships around. They don't care what they do. Hey, the VIP guy on radio, he don't care what the VIP guys do as long as they pay him six thousand a month to be on the radio show. You you want to fall in that trap? You you want to let your emotions? I'm a VIP customer. Big deal, Lucille. Yeah, v, hey. Let me tell you something. Car business has become the last 20 years. Profit is their God. You know, and let me tell you, I was going to put this scripture, and I'll probably have to do it next week. Romans 16, 18. For such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but they're serving their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people. It's amazing how many naive people listen to car dealers. Oh, you got a great deal. You got a great deal. But go back about two years later. Oh, you buried 20000 you know. Well, you did it. I, I want apologies. No, I can't apologize. That, you know, it just happens that way. Have you ever had a car dealer apologize to you? Get the Kodak out, Bubba. I'd like to have a picture of that. Yeah, get the video. Get a video. Get him talking about it. Hey, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I'm heading to Easy's. If you want to meet me, I'm going to be there at 1130. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly houses and cars and all kinds of stuff, you know. So let's invest in yourself. That's a thought today. Invest in yourself to be better, knowing Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. Make the right decisions. Love everybody. Hey, God bless you and forgive everybody. Hey, have a great Memorial Weekend. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Hey, thank you for what they've done for this country to be free. We need to be free. The Democrats want us to be communists. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio and listeners in surrounding areas. Be blessed this week.